0: Welcome everyone to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub and you should too. Today I am doing my first ever movie review on Jesus Revolution that I got to see this weekend. Um, what I'm going to share with you today, you're not hearing anywhere else. Let me just tell you that right now. Um, this is all interesting stuff that, um, I don't think has been talked about at all. I listened to a ton of different movie reviews online before doing today's episode. And I will tell you right now, um, obviously it is a mixed pool of opinions out there. But again, what I'm going to share with you today is definitely going to be a different point of view than I think that you have heard. And I think it's one that you need to hear. I think it's one that we all need to hear about what this movie really is uh first off spoiler alert i love the movie um i didn't agree with everything in it but i absolutely loved it i thought kelsey grammar did incredibly incredibly well um i love that uh they got the guy from the chosen to play uh alani frisbee we're going to talk about a lot of the controversy around that as well Uh, We're going to talk about a lot of the different opinions that I've heard here online and just doing a quick YouTube search of Jesus Revolution Review reveals some things that honestly I didn't even know about the movie going into it. I didn't even know it was a thought or an issue or anything like that. Um, And so I really went into the movie just with no expectations. I was kind of hoping to see like a good hippie revival type movie where the hippies come together in the church and Jesus and all the cool stuff and like you know everybody's happy and that's not really what I was served so um I'll try to avoid any major spoilers but just do know there might be spoilers here so if you haven't seen it yet um I do recommend going to see it just cuz I really really enjoyed it and I think that no matter where you are in your walk of life faith spirituality paranormal whatever that is uh higher consciousness that this is a great movie just to really to get you to think And some of the things I'm going to propose today were certainly not discussed in the movie, and they are not being discussed in any of the reviews that I saw. So one of which is the fact of what God is being talked about within this movie, what God is actually being revealed, and how does that God differ from Jesus himself, from the message of Jesus specifically. So um, Anyway, so yeah, and guys, um, if you're going to comment on the color of the skin of my Jesus in the background, the dude is like literally um, having a spiritual, a psychic, delic experience right now. This is a hippie, okay? If you think that that's Jesus, this is just a hippie dude behind me on a magazine. There's a candle right over here over my shoulder, um, so chill on the whole cultural um comments on jesus behind me because this is not jesus this is a hippie having his mind open enlightened okay um now he might be my jesus he might be the jesus of some people here in the comments and that's totally cool so um but again if you're focused on that like you're this is not the channel for you you're missing the point and by the way you'll miss the point of the entire movie too so um this is like I said I think this was a movie that needed to come out and I think it needed to come out now that nothing happens by accident um there were some really really good things in it but there were also some comments from people in the movie theater that I heard at times when I was like really just questioning the narrative and going mm, is that really what we want to is that really what we want to take away here um and so I was like mm I don't know um, and then the comments that I heard from people around me in the theater were lots of amens, and yes, this is happening, oh revival is coming, blah, blah, blah and uh before i jump into this today um, my channel is about faith spirituality and the world of paranormal i'm one of the few people online that takes a mind-bending open look at all things faith spirituality and paranormal how that how do they fit together how do you reconcile all of that within our conscious reality uh what is reality i look at all of those things this is not a religious channel now i do have a what you would might consider a religious background. I grew up uh, in in the Methodist church. Um, I then went to uh, more of an evangelical, uh, non-denominational type church. Um, I even have trained at many points in my life uh, to become a pastor, thought I was going to be a pastor. Um, That did not work out. The the path of a pastor was not, not my thing um and i tried that several times and it was just like something was like no 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 no. you're that's not where you're supposed to go and and then here i am so i know i'm doing what i'm supposed to be doing however just know that this is not from a religious point of view i am by all intents and purposes deconstructed or deconstructing that does not mean destructing that does not mean i just set a match to all of my prior faith contrary to popular belief from some friends and family members that rather than actually watch a two hour podcast episode or even an hour podcast episode to even try and understand what I'm talking about, they will just pass judgment like that um, and immediately assume that I somehow need to be saved Um, rather than realizing that maybe Cub has entered a place in his life where, where he is finding some peace and that's a good place to be because ultimately that's what we all want, right? that when Jesus talked about like that's peace that surpasses understanding, like that's what we all hear about, right? So like, where is that when we're all arguing and we're all divided? Is that not inherently what this beast that everybody's worried about, the beast system, all of this stuff, is that not inherently what it wants anyway? Is that division? And so what's up, Melissa? How are you doing, my friend? Thanks for being here. Uh, Jacob, thanks for joining. Um, who else we got on here? We've got... Uh, TikTok bum, what is up? How are you doing, my friend? Uh, Brenda says, what's the name of the movie? It's called Jesus Revolution. Highly recommend it. Again, I thought it was absolutely beautiful. Kelsey Grammer was sublime in it, and I'm really, really proud of him for just doing this movie and putting it out there. Uh, The baptism scene was absolutely sublime. Uh, Some great, great moments in the movie. But a few things I want to talk about is Lonnie Frisbee. Lonnie Frisbee was within... This whole movement of, if you, if you don't know anything about the Calvary Chapel, um, Calvary Chapel is, is really cool, very like open to all different types of people and stuff from my experience. I'm not saying they're all like that, but from my experience, I have attended a Calvary Chapel um, in the past, in fact, for many years through college um, and then even on into adulthood. So um, I really like the kind of raw authenticity that I feel like comes through that type of message. Um, however, I do have some issues with it. And none of this is against any church, any religion, any faith, any tradition today. This is my opinion. Okay. And if you've liked my channel before and you're like, Hey, I really dig what Cub is saying. He, he gets me to think, open my mind, open my heart. That's what today's about. That's what I'm going to talk about. So just know that, that this is not like cub against anything. Okay, you guys know I'm for all unity here. And that's exactly what this video is about. Some of the things I'm going to expose about the thought processes here, I'm going to give you thought experiments to take home and do on yourself, which will inherently begin your deconstruction, which again means we're taking it apart piece by piece. We're going to look at it as a whole and try to have a bigger, higher consciousness, more open-minded view of all things. Even around the message of Jesus, who was he? Was he God made man or man becoming God? And that's one of the biggest questions that um, I love to ask. So um, with that said, um, just looking at some of the reviews here um, on YouTube, just going to kind of read them as I go down. One channel is uh, Jesus Revolution Movie Review. The next one is Jesus Revolution Movie Review. Do you have to be religious? I'm just gonna read the titles and give you guys kind of the collective temperature around this movie just to see how kind of polarizing this whole thing is. Uh, Thank you guys for the gifts, by the way. God bless you. Uh, You guys help me directly when you give those gifts. Thank you so much. Whether you give stars over here on Facebook, thank you guys for the stars. If you're over here on TikTok and you drop a gift, thank you guys for that. Again, those directly help my channel wherever you're watching today at any point in time. If you're watching this a year in the future, um, those gifts continue to help support what we're doing here. So thank you so much. Uh then we have Greg Laurie, Jesus Revolution changed the Church Forever. Greg Laurie opens up about Lonnie Frisbee's tragic end. Lonnie Frisbee, the Jesus People Revival and the Start of Charismania, uh Jesus Revolution movie. Now, again, I'm gonna read this here and uh this is to get your mind open. Here's one of the titles. From um, it looks like a church in in uh, here in the U.S. Uh, Jesus Revolution movie, gay Christianity, Christian rock music, and rewriting the history of the Calvary Chapel. So you guys see, like already, like just big polarizing like moves on this. Uh, then we get into Greg Laurie, the Jesus Revolution, drugs and Jesus. Um, then we've got Jonathan, uh, Rumi from Jesus Christ to Jesus freak, Jesus revolution and Lonnie Frisby, uh, uh, Lonnie Frisbee. Um, and then the, the thumbnail of this one is like playing a gay Christian. And then apparently, um, and I didn't know this, but I guess, you know, the guy, um, that plays Lonnie Frisbee in this, he's from the chosen and, um, really, really, there's like a bunch of commentary out there, and I don't know how true any of this is. I'm just giving you the commentary, other people's opinions, um, is I guess, you know, because this, this guy that played Jesus in the chosen was, is apparently like a mystic. Well, I'm a mystic. So I'm like, cool. That sounds great. Like, um, because I think that we've missed the point of the message of Jesus and, and everything that I've heard from that guy, I really agree with personally. Uh, I think he's got some cool things to say, and and just like I said, a big open mind about all of this. Um, And one of the things I just want to talk about today is um, the idea of like who Jesus really was. I mean, already in the comments here, you, you guys are just proving my point. Everybody's arguing about the look of Jesus. You guys know I do this on purpose, right? I mean, come on, like... Uh, you know, when I put this stuff into the AI, I try to make Jesus look as trippy as possible, like, and, you know, as much like a hippie, that's my view of him anyway, that's like the Christ within me, right, like, the Christ within you looks different, Um and by the way, we don't even have, like, a million percent proof that Jesus ever even walked the earth, like, I mean, you guys even argue about this but like to be really honest like there's so many different versions of it so many different timelines and so many different things within archaeology and they say this and that and whatever so it's like like why are you guys arguing about how he looked rather than trying to figure out who he was you're so rooted in the 3d you're gonna argue about how he looks and it makes no it makes no sense like think about your own your own thought process here um so with that said, um, I tell I warned you guys this is going be uh, so and if I can just have permission to just be super super authentic today, I would really, really appreciate that uh, haters aside in the comments, you know we know what we know what the hate is, guys right that hate is people asking for help okay like they're all looking we 're all looking for God in our own way, some people look for God by hating on other people by trolling on other people. And they're looking for attention that they're not receiving from the being within them. Like, we know that, right? Um, Melissa says, go for it. Thank you, my friend. God bless you, Melissa. Um, So with this, guys, um, and by the way, I'm not even happy with the artwork today. I just, I had to get going live. I messed with a few different covers. I didn't even like this one particularly. It was just the most colorful and attention-grabbing. I mean, he's got kind of crossed eyes, but I guess if he's if he's on one then he's probably uh he's probably seeing something anyway so you know my heretical jesus always in the background here so um what with that said okay so lonnie frisbee you know he was like this charismatic within the church and um from the way the movie depicts him is what i'm going to go on that he you know had like some prophetic giftings and stuff and he started using that and and potentially using that out of ego well, one of the things that I was reading is actually that I, I guess apparently he may have leaned towards the LGBTQ side, um, you know, and I have no proof of that. I'm just telling you what this commentaries and have got all kinds of videos and opinions and I just have to comment on it. So here's the deal. If he was, who freaking cares, okay? If Jesus himself was gay, who cares? How does that go against the message of Jesus? And that's what, I'm gonna be really, really authentic seriously how does that go against the message of jesus you're gonna argue with me because you're basing your idea of who jesus is on an old testament law which he spoke out against over and over and over and over okay and what is the idea of a revolution okay and inherently this movie it's all in the title a revolution is a revolt it's a revolt against the status quo against how things are being done uh, Melissa says your outside world is a reflection of your inside world. Amen, my friend. Amen. Absolutely. Um, so, with that said, guys, like, um, what does it matter? Like, what does Jesus orientation, identity, culture, anything? It doesn't matter when or where he came, right? Um, and by the way, I think he's been in the matrix over and over and over and over and over again. Yet we have this one idol that we focus on and that's what i want to talk about uh kathy says love it thank you so much my friend um what i want to talk about is like in um in the bible jesus the red words the the red letters they're not corroborating the old testament law they are challenging it um and he even talks about putting new wine and new wineskins and old wine and old wineskins so that we may preserve both. And that's why I love deconstruction. We're deconstructing it, not destroying it. Okay. We're like, we're, we're, we're pulling things apart and looking at the whole picture and we're honoring and respecting the old traditions, all of the cultural traditions, which I do as well. Uh, but we're looking at the authenticity of like, what was he really saying? He was speaking a message that was not 3d. It was not cultural. Uh, everybody wants to argue that, well, Jesus was Jewish and this is how he looked and this is how he believed guys. He went to India. He went to Nepal. He studied metaphysics. He came back and spoke just like the Buddha. Uh, he came into a place where he's like, y'all don't get it, man. Like, come on. Like I am in the father and the father is in me and you are in me and I am in the father. We are one. Like, that's what he's talking about. If you understand metaphysics and you have ever done anything to open your mind, uh, whether it's a spiritual walk, whether it is a medicine journey, whether it is meditation, like you get it. Like, you know exactly what he's talking about. You have that eye to see and ears to hear. Uh, somebody says, I agree. Joey Powell says, hey, Cub, what is up? Um, yeah, TikTok is, uh, man, Joey, thank you, man. TikTok today, I don't understand what the comments are about. Like, um, I honestly think people like just set up bots on the TikTok accounts now because it's posting the same thing over and over the more i ignore them the tighter they get but um you know anyway so but thank you for that um appreciate you jumping over to facebook and then this will be over on uh uh youtube as well it'll be on youtube and the audio so uh toss says i saw him in a dream 3 years ago absolutely man absolutely so we got people arguing about how jesus looks but you're seeing him in a vision and you see him as this jesus will literally come to you manifest look and be like you need him to be if the truth about christ is true then he will manifest to you the way you need it okay and that's what what i'm going to get into today is is way beyond all of the three-dimensional low vibration arguing in the comments right now this is a higher form of consciousness and if you've never been there if you're not there right now exactly melissa because we are christ and that ultimately is the message of what jesus said we are the christ uh there's even a verse in the bible that i think has been interpreted and misinterpreted and used and reused where jesus says you know many will come in my name saying that i am in the christ i am the christ uh but do not believe them um, and so what's interesting about that is like you can read that two ways you can read it uh, like surface level, which is like, oh, many people are going to come and say they're Jesus. Don't believe him. Um, But then you can read it like on the esoteric side, which is saying that many people will come saying that Him, first person, that He is the Christ, but don't believe Him because what was He saying? We are the Christ. Like, we are the, like, literally, the, we're the body of Christ together. We are one being in Him. And that's, a, again, what I think. Church movements, revivals, um, religion, religiosity, churchianity, like it's all missing. It all has a piece of the puzzle, and we don't see the full puzzle until we deconstruct, reconstruct, put it all together, and see a bigger, prettier picture. And ultimately, that's what my mission in life is. That's what I'm doing today. Uh, James says, word salad. James, absolutely, man. If you don't have ears to see it, this will sound like a different language. Explain to me why we have over 600,000 followers saying, I love what you're saying, Cub. I vibe with you. That makes perfect sense. It makes more sense than anything I've ever heard from a pulpit. Uh, you have totally decoded all of this stuff for me. I'm totally getting the whole extraterrestrial thing, the higher consciousness. I'm getting that unity and love thing now, finally. Uh, so, you know, if, if it sounds like word salad, maybe maybe it is to you because maybe you've got to get there. Maybe you've got to seek within Go ahead and quiet your mind, quiet the ego. And ultimately, that's what I want to talk about today. There's a couple of scenes in the movie where you've got people arguing. Um, and, you know, that's how any movie unfolds, right, with, like, drama. We've all got to have drama in our life, right? Yeah, because we agree to it, right? Because we manifest it. We create it, right? Um, uh, so let's see. Brad says, good morning, sir. Thank you for what you do. Yeah, thank you, Brad. Absolutely uh tosses we can't understand no matter how smart is the mind yes exactly that's why we step out of the brain and step into the one mind the unimind the singular mind of christ that's what christ consciousness is and ultimately christ came to speak on christ consciousness or jesus came to speak on christ consciousness now we've tagged on the title of christ to him but i propose that after all of our names i propose that after micah's name micah should have micah christ i I propose that after my name, Jacob, it should be Jacob Christ. I propose Denise should be Denise Christ. Kathy should be Kathy Christ. Like we should all adopt that identity, guys, rather than arguing about all these other 3D things. Because if you think in the end that any of this matters, your hair color, your eye color, um, even how you view yourself, you are literally manifest. Everything in your life can change like that just by thinking it, speaking it, taking action on it like we are literal co-creators of our reality. And by all intents and purposes, you watching this are the only thing that exists. You manifest me as a voice in your life to speak truth to you, to open your mind, or to challenge you within limiting belief patterns that you have. And so uh, with that, Cynthia says, um, I'm reading ACIM um, and now I ran across you the other day Uh love what you're saying, so true. Thank you, Cynthia. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm going through ACIM too as well. Uh very, very good. Um, it's weird because it's like stuff that I've been saying, preaching, believing for like the last year or two. Uh when I started my deconstruction process in twenty two, it was thoughts that I'm learning or relearning, I guess, in that course that is just blowing my mind. So um Anyway, and I, yeah, so that's that's really what I'm, I'm getting at here today, guys, is like, um, why did I experience the movie the way I did? Because that's how I needed to. I needed to think about the things that I experienced around that movie. In fact, on the same day, I, I got a concussion, um, and I've been, you know, like, struggling with that ever since that concussion, um, and I won't go into that whole story, but um, it was something that taught me to slow down, something that taught me to quit being paranoid about things in my life and you know in any form or fashion i'm not saying i have paranoia or anything but you know i'm very ocd stuff like that like quit being ocd um and just like just flow and like enjoy and be present in the process like i probably wouldn't have gotten this concussion if i had just been present in the process uh there were some other factors outside of my um wheelhouse but i won't say outside of my control but i'll say outside of my wheelhouse um, that, uh, that were factors in it. But, but anyway, just to be really authentic about it, it it taught me a big lesson about just slow and flow. Um, and so I feel like I'm always like in a hurry, like the world's changing. I've got to help people. I've got to help, uh, build this. I've got to be an active part in building this, this movement. And the thing is guys, is this movement is, is not being built by like my efforts alone. This is not, and that's what I want to talk about. The big tent revival in the movie. Uh, Melissa says it tells us how to manifest. Absolutely. Absolutely, guys. And, you know, it, it's everywhere, too. It's not just ACIM. Um, I was recently turned on to that. And and for me, it kind of put it in more of that perspective around Jesus. Uh, but it's literally saying the same thing that I've learned from the Bhagavad Gita, that I've learned from uh, the Tibetan Book of the Dead, that I've learned from the Dhammapadas, that I've learned from the Gospel of Thomas, that I've learned from the words of Jesus, like... Um, it's all just different labels around it. You know, you go through ACIM and you you hear the label of the Holy Spirit. You have the masculine father in there. And I'm more of a father, mother, child type thing. So I lean more into like the mystery schools, more like the esoteric representation of it. Um, and what, what would be largely considered like the Gnostic view of it. So uh, fiber asks, what is ACIM? ACIM is like, it's a book written in the seventies or actually channeled in the seventies. Um, it's called a course in miracles. And it's, um uh, I, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it for everyone because I would consider it to be, for me, it's been largely boring. Um, it's been exciting because of what I'm learning is, is really solidifying, corroborating, um, and just kind of like giving me some, um, confirmation on things that I've been thinking, doing, saying, believing for years now. And it's just kind of tightened up the screws for me, but it definitely is. It's difficult to get through. And I think it, it might be due for an update. Um, that's one of the missions I have here. I started doing my course for my community. Um, I literally have done courses for a while and then I launched my course earlier this year, uh, because I wanted something exciting, colorful, pretty enjoyable uh, something activating to go through to help people step into their higher self become light warriors and so that's where my course is focused on people being spiritual practitioners out in the world Um, but as I've gone through this course again it's just reminded me of how true all the things that I've been learning are and they're true because I have made them true they're true because that's what I needed that's where I'm at they're true because they are transcendent of any doctrine and dogma. Uh, one of my good friends, Daniel Tayak, here on TikTok, he has been talking a long time about. You know, he's this really rad skateboarder dude out in San Francisco, and I get to meet with him once a month with our TikTok group, and like we've gotten to know each other. We're going to be collaborating soon, I believe. And one of his big mottos is like, you know, dissolving doctrine and dogma. Like it's like it just dissolve it down. Past the ego and look at the love like love is what we're all looking for we're not looking for God we're looking for love God is love right we're not looking for an alien God in the Old Testament to sacrifice something to yet we manifest that because we agree to it like and that was another big what, what I might call um, the the biggest flaw I saw in the movie just to be like really really open here would be the fact that we're mixing old and new wine. And that's honestly, I think, what the biggest flaw is in the church all around the world right now is we're trying to somehow tie Jesus Christ to God of the Old Testament. And while we can look at that and respect that as that culture and that experience and that manifest alien God, then we look at when Jesus said the Father is in light. There is no darkness in him. And then you look in the old Testament and Yahweh says, I dwell in darkness and I bring forth blessings from dark places. Jesus says that, uh, I do not require sacrifice, but compassion. And then in the old Testament, Yahweh says, I delight in sacrifice. Jesus threw out money and animals for sacrifice in the temple. Yet Yahweh said, bring me more gold, bring me the virgins, bring me the sacrifice. Like, think about this guys. There's like literally Literally a dis-ease of the mind when you are serving a dualistic God that looks more like your flesh than anything. Yahweh says, I am the God of flesh. Jesus says that uh, the Father is not in flesh but in spirit. Like, think about all of this. Uh, T says uh, Yahweh is a demon God. Like, yeah, I mean, he's, he's a demon God, he's an alien God, he's a whatever. He's a constructed God out of the human consciousness. Why do we have millions of pantheons of gods? Because we manifest them. We are literally, and this is one of the beautiful things you learn in ACIM. And and by the way, it's not just ACIM. You learn it in more of like the church terminology in ACIM. But I've learned it way before that in the Bhagavad Gita and um, the Tibetan Book of the Dead. All of the mystic philosophies. And then reading the Gospel of Thomas for the past two years taught me the fact that we are the Christ. We are one. We are literally the son, the child of the father and the mother sitting at the right hand. We are co-creators. We have our inheritance. I'm not talking about us all put together if we focus on the idol of Jesus. I'm talking about we are the Christ that we seek. Like literally, you are creating the universe from you right now. Everything you experience is coming from you. That is one of the core metaphysical principles that is in Every mystic tradition and belief system you will learn. And all you have to do is meditate uh, and get out of your own ego for longer than five minutes. And you discover that. And as soon as you dissolve the ego, as soon as the flesh is crucified, we try to take this literal, guys. Uh, Jesus said the son of man must this, son of man must that. Why did he say that? Look that word up. Son of man means humanity. Humanity must what? it must suffer because we're in hell now right okay it must suffer it must be crucified the flesh those those lower carnal desires right we crucify that then we are raised in consciousness and we sit with the father like where is the throne of christ it's the heart chakra that's why he taught the bhakti yoga of love uh thank you kathy says i'm blasting out love to all that is literally what we're doing here every day guys Blasting out love to all. We are crushing doctrine and dogma in our own lives. We're not out here against anyone. We're doing this work within, guys, okay? So anything I speak of, I'm speaking against my ego. I'm not speaking against your culture. I'm not speaking against your tradition, your religion, your faith, your color, your creed, your orientation, any of that. I'm speaking against it in me, okay? Um, And that's the ultimately, if I help myself, I help you, You guys want to know the secret to what I do here. It's that I show up here every day to help me because I am you and you are me and we are one. That is why Jesus said, I am in the father. The father is in me and you are in me. Think about that, guys. Boom. Wow. Ryder says, wow. Absolutely. Mind's blown all over the internet right now with that. Um, And so watch this movie. I, I really do encourage you to watch the movie. But one of the things that they do is they pick up the Bible and that this is the word of God. This is the word of God. And a lot of churches do that. And I want to remind you, go look up any time in the Bible when, uh, especially the verses that are quoted around that, like Jesus is the word, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God. Look up the word for word there. And it comes from the Greek word logos. Logos means divine computation or expression. Uh, If you're winning, I'm winning. Absolutely, Melissa. Amen, my friend. Um, what's the movie just got here? Jay Williams says it is called Jesus revolution with Kelsey Grammer. right now. Beautiful movie, tons of controversy around it. I'm trying to give kind of the middle path, uh, opinion here, by the way, the middle path does not mean that you're lukewarm. The middle path means that you are fully on fire, focused on love. No one takes that path. No one takes that path. That's why in my course, okay, I don't teach ACIM. I don't teach hinduism i don't teach christianity i teach my proprietary system that i've been developing my entire life on how to step into your power how to be a light warrior okay i've been called a light worker and a mystic over and over and over but that wasn't good enough for me i'm a light warrior and what is the the biggest war we wage is the war on ego the war within and everything that i teach in there is all about higher consciousness it goes through all the spiritual giftings from the gift of tongues to the gift of prophecy, the gift of faith. Um, I just laid the foundation for that this week. There are, I can't remember how many videos there are, but I would say there's probably about a good 40 videos just on the spiritual gifts, like breaking them down. And then there's probably another 15 or 20 videos on the introduction to those spiritual gifts. And that's just literally in one part of the course. Literally my charisma um, course includes five separate courses that I'm adding to all the time uh, we're gonna have certifications in it we're gonna have uh, the ability for you guys to be affiliates with it this is literally a movement that we're building here and I have taken courses my entire life I've gone through every school of philosophy that I can um, from some of the worldly stuff to some of the religious stuff to some of the metaphysical stuff more than I can even state here Um, and I wanted to put it all into one, like it's literally my distilled understanding of it. So if you vibe with what I'm saying, then you will love my course. It's called charisma. It's open now. And upon opening, it's only 30 bucks a month. Um, it will go up exponentially from there because it will be, uh, such a high value. Um, and it already is such a high value, but I wanted to start it at 30 bucks a month for anybody that says, Hey, 2023 is my year. I want to double down on me. So that I can figure out why I'm here. I'm not just here to wake up in the morning, pour a cup of coffee, go to work, come home, play video games, have some kids, retire at some point, bury my parents, and then die myself. That's not why I'm here. I'm here to change the world. And we only change the world by changing ourselves. And ultimately, this is my answer to the self-help movement, to the metaphysical movement, to the light worker movement people that just say being a light worker is not enough for me i'm going to double down i'm a light warrior i'm going out with all the tools that i need to go and help people in this world so um absolutely absolutely a beautiful course uh melinda says don't be uh don't gatekeep the knowledge melinda uh it actually gatekeeps the knowledge by making it free um, and I want you to think about that. When when you invest in a cup of coffee, you get a free cup of coffee. You just chug that. You may throw half of it in the trash. When you pay, you know, eight bucks for a cup of coffee, and I won't talk about any brand on the cup of coffee I'm drinking right now, but it was not a cheap cup of coffee. Um, when you pay for that, I'm gonna drink this thing to the last drop. I'm gonna tell you right now so uh the only gatekeeping is the people that believe things should all be free i show up here this is free i put out multiple videos a day i do um, at least a one to two hour podcast every single day Um i've got a free youtube channel with tons of resources i have free guides on my website i've got more free than anybody in this space by the way i, I literally put out more content than 98% of other spiritual content creators in 2022. I'm not kidding. Go check me on that. Go look up other spiritual content creators and see who put out more minutes of content. And I'm going to tell you right now on Spotify, I put out more on Spotify than any other content creator or at least 98%. I was in the 2% of content creators. So if you think that I'm not giving enough for free or I'm gatekeeping, you need to check your ego at the door. Um, so the reason I say that is just because a lot of people approach it with that. And I say that in love. Um, the, the only thing I have to offer you is knowledge. Um, and other than that, I have nothing to sell. I have nothing to fund what I'm doing other than beg for money. And I'm not, I'm not going to beg for money. I'm going to show up with so much freaking value that you go, Dude, I want to pay you three hundred bucks a month for this. I want to pay you a thousand dollars a month for this. And I literally have had people do that, guys. I literally have had people send me more money and go, You're too damn cheap. You need to charge more for this. So I would rather show up at a nominal price like that. Uh anyone that can't find the thirty dollars a month to go all in on themselves, you probably have subscriptions for streaming services or video game services that you know you can you you choose what's important to you. And so um, absolutely, Kathy, knowledge is power. So, and I wanna talk about that. The message of Jesus was not free either. He literally told people, go home, sell everything you have and follow me. Give the money to the poor and follow me. And how many people are doing that? Like he was telling you, it will cost you everything. And I'm here to tell you, it has cost me everything. Nobody understands the fact that I gave up my freaking dream house for this. I loved my house. I still miss my house but I would not trade what I'm doing now for that house because in comparison to what I get to do now, that house was garbage. Now, to most people, it was like dream house in the country, beautiful white new farmhouse in the country, granite counter to all the stuff you want, right? Everything that we want, right? I had my boat. I had my RV. I had my big old Texas pickup. I had everything that you want around here, guys. And I'm telling you, I traded it all back so I could do this. And God's given me infinitely more back. And we're gonna manifest way beyond uh the life and the 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 love and the opportunity and uh just the fun and the freedom that I had before. And I'm everything I'm gonna receive now out of this is gonna be built on this rock that we're building it on now. And it's a whole whole different lifestyle. And I just really want you to think the message of Jesus wasn't free, and it still isn't. We try to make it free. We try to just say, oh, like, you know, as long as you just believe in him, as long as you don't do this, as long as you follow this old law, the old religious law, and you believe in him and you profess him and you make the idol him. And I'm telling you guys, I've made him the idol before. I've prayed to Jesus. Jesus has been my best friend. And I never experienced that peace that surpasses understanding. I never experienced that ability to literally be a co-creator and a son of God. And by the way, that's what I'm working on one of my new books, which is going to be free for the, the, the free people out there. Um, it's called Alien God, and it's literally going to talk about God and how he is an alien. He is a construct of what we manifest uh, a higher intelligence coming down on this planet, uh, whether you believe that literally, you believe it metaphysically, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's still He's still real because we agree that he's real. But the truth about what Jesus spoke is about a God that is transcendent. He is not one that comes down with a voice. He is not one that delivers a written law. He is not one that comes from darkness and smoke and fire. He is not one that is judging all things. He is one that is love of all things. He is in love with all things. And the only reason that anything will ever be rolled up is because it's not real the reality of the ego the reality of division the reality of duality is not reality at all it is absolutely the 3d construct the matrix that is all through the galaxy everything that we can see with our own two eyes is this construct of the farthest reaches of the galaxy that we are inherently energetic spiritual beings within and that is our birthright because all of our energy is one and it is the one the child of God, the esoteric revelation of Jesus Christ is what I'm talking about here. Not the literal man on a cloud coming to save everyone, but the salvation that is already within you that was there from the beginning. You either bring it forth because you become it or you deny it. And therefore you are not becoming it like that. Literally that's what the hippies got, right? That's where this movie with the hippies colliding with the church movement And we see the obvious ramifications of that, the old money, not wanting the dirty hippies sitting in the church at the beginning. Then we see uh, beyond that, that the church is built and you have this big movement and it becomes big. Well, then one of them gets an ego within the church, even though his gifts are good and the church wanted to go this direction. Um, And then now you've got all the controversy around that, this Lonnie Frisbee guy, um, which by all intents and purposes, I believe that spiritual giftings can make you a bit insane, which is out of the mind. It'll give you a meta mind out of your mind, out of your, your physical mind. People don't really see the fact that, um, when you step out of your 3d mind, you become what the average person views as, Oh, they've lost it. I mean, I, I got plenty of people in my life that say Cubs lost it. I mean, he's he's absolutely insane now. Like, uh, he is outside of sanity and that's fine again um, you know they may at some point hear this message and go wow like it all makes sense I'm sorry and I've literally had people do that come to me and go hey I am so sorry like I listened to you a year ago and I didn't get what you were saying and I really judged your message and now it's my whole life has changed and I totally see what you're talking about thank you so much for not throwing me out. And guys, I'll never throw anyone out. I'm not going to throw the people out here. We got snake oil comments. We got Nordic Jesus comments. Um, I want you guys to go look in the mirror. Look, go look at you and you are manifesting Jesus as you, because you are Jesus. Um, and so think about that. The people arguing with me, you're not wrong, by the way, you're not wrong. Um, you know, and in the timeline of what we see within, uh, the biblical canon is yes, Yeshua. Um, he was, he was a, a Hebrew man. He was a Jewish man. Um, and so of course he would have been very dark complected, yellow, uh, orange, you know, uh, olive, if you would call it that. So, you know, I, I kind of see that in this, um, again, I don't even know why we talk about this. It's, it's so crazy that we get so many comments on this and it's like, um, jesus is a cosmic entity that is you by the way and so that can manifest as a psychedelic projection it can manifest as a blue-eyed blonde-haired white dude it can manifest as um, a tribal a tribal elder with dark dark complected skin it can manifest as a flame it can manifest as whatever it needs to Uh Montana says your brain is intriguing. Thank you, Montana. This is not um it's not even just my brain, guys. Like I just turn on and tune in, um, and tune out. Like what that's the hippie motto from the movie, right? Actually it was the hippie motto anyway, um, back in the day. But that's how I channel. Um and so you guys want to know what my channel is about. I just sit here and channel what flows through me. Uh the the times when I struggle the most is when I'm trying to be politically correct or try to you know make sure i include everybody like i, I don't want anyone to feel left out uh, you know i hate feeling left out i've felt left out my whole life and i don't care if you feel left out because of your race or your sexual orientation or you feel left out because you look different or you feel different or uh you have you know some uh medical ailment that others don't like it i don't want you to feel left out guys like i love you i love you and i see you and that's what i'm here for and everybody that disagrees with me They're all asking for the same thing. They all want love. And if I can answer that with love, then ultimately that's the biggest test of myself. And can I crucify my ego and step into the ultimate vibration of love and become the Christ myself? Uh, That's why I'm here. You want to know the meaning of life, become Christ. That's the meaning of life. You know, you don't need to go find Jesus. You don't need to go find a better church. You don't need to find a better doctrine. You need to step outside of the ego and find Christ within that's that's it that's it um hawk says his hair uh was wool from the bible yeah in revelation his glorified manifestation is is this insane looking psychedelic uh vision of jesus and we see that in the bhagavad-gita with uh krishna his manifestation as the cosmic being as the supreme being is uh thousands of tongues millions of arms eyes all over him, multicolors and fire and flames. It is the most epic psychedelic vision of God that we've ever heard of. Yet we try to put God in this box that he is this entity that came down on the earth, wanted sacrifice, broke the law that he gave, unalived millions of people, and somehow he's the holy one that deserves reverence and love. When Jesus came and said, you are the God that you seek because you are the son of the most high. You are the sons and daughters of the most high and you are me and I am you. Like we have to rethink what he said. We have churchified and religified everything within the new Testament to try to meet the three dimensional thinking of the other ancient texts. And that's just not what, that's not what Jesus was speaking. Like if you understand Eastern mysticism, You literally get his message in a way that others cannot get it. And if you're struggling with the message of Jesus, which I was, because I believed that he was somehow the son of Yahweh, when he couldn't be further from that understanding, especially within, yes, Enki and Enlil, or Nk and Enlil, Melissa says. Absolutely, yeah. So, like, Jesus is the Enki character, and Enlil is the Yahweh character. This is literally the same story retold. Um, And could they be the same characters? absolutely absolutely Uh, think about Jesus as a starseed immaculate conception if you hold that is true and you believe that from the Bible the only plausible explanation for that within the paranormal realms that we're beginning to understand more we see things in our sky they did back then we have pyramids that were built that we don't have a clue how they were built we try to explain it and it makes no freaking sense and I'm here to tell you guys Jesus was a starseed the immaculate conception was an artificial insemination done by extraterrestrials to put the awakened consciousness and give the best possible fertile grounds for the awakened consciousness and return man to what it was supposed to be in the first place before Enlil came and started manipulating it and creating prisoners in a garden um and if you guys track with me on all this stuff um Let's see. Uh, Interesting with Scott says I should take uh, any product that I see and sell it on Shark Tank. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, I mean, I've got a big, big background in marketing and stuff like that and sales. So kind of weird, though. I mean, God has used all of that so that I can deliver this message. So Uh, Montana says I'm intrigued. Absolutely. Um, uh, One was trying to save humans and it wasn't God. Um yes, exactly, exactly. And that's when I say God is an alien or God is Satan, I'm not talking about the actual representation of source supreme being of what you would consider the father, the mother, the child, the divine Elohim. I'm speaking of the actual um the actual entity that that came down that has been worshipped by people all over the world. And one of the biggest questions ask yourself think about the, the atrocities of the holocaust i mean the horrible horrible things that happened i don't like talking about this cuz it just makes me sick in my stomach but think about what was done to the poor jewish people i mean just and and what uh the man with the big h in his name uh bringing hell with him upon these poor people and and go read into the history of that. I try to avoid reading it because it just makes me sick. My wife knows a whole lot more about it. She's a big World War II historian. She knows a whole lot more about it than I do. But I'm just saying, look at the people that suppressed the other people. It was the same story and who was playing the part of God in that. They were both worshiping the same God. Like, think about that. Think about the dualism of a God that would allow people to all worship it and then unalive each other by the millions. You have one that lords over them and the others that are the victim of it. Like, And I'm not trying to get into any of that political topic here, but I just want you to think as a thought experiment. They both served the same God. You had one that was a Christian church and then one that was the the old traditions, and it's the same God that they're both believing on, yet that God is divided against itself. And even Jesus said, a house divided against itself cannot stand. And we see that today. So that's one of just the little thin lines that runs through this movie that I want you to be aware of, is you get a lot of holding up the Bible and claiming that that's the Word of God. You're the Word of God. You're the divine expression of God, by the way. Quit saying that the Bible is the Word of God because... in there's nowhere in there that says that the Bible is the word of God. Like there's nowhere in there that even alludes to that. We just have that idea because we have this King James Bible and he wanted to make sure that like everybody knew this was the word of God. And that just started being born out of like, we know we can control this document and we're going to call it the word of God. And if we program people to believe that we can put whatever we want in this and make sure that they stay in line because religion is the ultimate form of control. So with that said, um, just watch the movie and understand that, um, they're all right. Okay. You're all right. And it doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter if we're right or not, because Jesus didn't come to call righteous. He came to call sinners to repentance. What is sin being out of vibration and agreement with God within you? That is your ego is sin. And so if you step out of the ego into the truth of love within yourself, Then you ascend, you become the Christ. You are the savior that the world needs. That is ultimately the message of Jesus Christ. That is ultimately the gospel that we have missed. In my humble opinion, thank you for the ice cream gifts over here. God bless you, Don. Thank you so much. Uh, Kenneth says what movie? It's called uh, The Jesus Revolution. It's got Kelsey Grammer in it. Beautiful, beautiful movie. There's some moments in there that will make make you cry, make you laugh. Um, It's it's a beautiful movie and really it's a collision of cultures It's a collision of free love sex drug and rock and roll hippies with uh, The construct of the church and everybody looking for God uh, One of the main messages of the movie is that everybody's looking for God in all the wrong places well the conclusion of the movie is that the right place to look for God is in the idol of Jesus and ultimately guys I think that we're entering a time period when that's gonna start to melt away for a lot of people And uh, we see all these revivals happening in churches around the country. And ultimately, what is a revival? Um, A revival is a reviving of something. And one of the accuracies in this movie was showing that, you know, the tent in this chapel, you know, was filled up very, very quickly by God. I absolutely believe it was, of course. But here's the deal, guys. The hippie movement was filled up really quick, too. Um, so why do we, when it's in a church setting, we say, well, God did this because we agree with it because we're right. We want that document to be right. We want our doctrine to be right rather than stepping into the truth of love and just watching what God does. Did God not grow the hippie movement? Did he not grow the love and the unity in all people? Did he not grow the ability to open your mind and step out of your ego and, allow those types of experiences to happen not saying they were all good but you can look at the church too and say just as much harm has been done there i just think that we have to be really honest about that and go what really is a revival and a true revival is people coming to into agreement with love within and unfortunately that's been going on for a while now especially since 2020 people have been waking up questioning deconstructing stepping into the truth and love within them and realizing that it's not in all these places even the realization that it's not in the idol of jesus because i never understood how like i live in west texas and everybody has a cross on their dash or a little statue of jesus or something and it's just to me it's like an idol i don't know what he looked like i don't know what he sounded like I mean, we're proving that today with the comments, arguing about how he looked. Why are we arguing? That's dualism, guys. Come into agreement with the love of Christ within you and the fact that he is you and you are him. He is in the Father and and the Father is in him. Like, literally take a step into that metaphysical world today and your life will change forever, guys. Your life will change forever. You begin to see things you've never seen before. You begin to be one of the crazies out here with me but i'm telling you it's worth it i'm telling you it's worth it i'm telling you it's worth it it's a beautiful thing when you're able to really step away from that it's a lonely place but you're not alone you've got this community you've got me remember i'm your friend cub i love you thank you for being here today that's my review on the jesus revolution go check it out you can look at all the controversy around it uh lonnie frisbee did some very interesting things he was very involved in the hippie movement and in all the free love i don't have I mean, that was part of his journey. Like, let it be part of his journey. What does it matter? I don't think that to teach within any type of spiritual construct, you need to be perfect. Like, I literally don't think that. And I, and this whole idea of Jesus being perfect, it's the Christ that's perfect. It's the, the son of God, the sonship, the daughtership within us that's perfect. Like, we, we've got to get out of that mindset of, perfect person i mean there's these other gospels of him where he accidentally unalived someone as a kid because he didn't know how to control his power you know and these are ancient documents by the way it's not something somebody wrote in 1993 like i mean these are like we have all these ancient documents coming out now and it's really really uh important that we that we actually open up to that what's up cpt warm sorry tyler my brother um Great, great, great! Uh, CPT Warm, you guys go check out Tyler's channel, CPT Warm 2.0. Love what he's doing over there. He's a brother on here. Uh, we don't always agree eye to eye on everything, but again, we're not dualistic here. We're just love. Love is love is what we agree on. Uh, he says, "I see a cross necklace as a conversation starter, not an idol." Very, very good. Um, and I think that's a great, um, a great opportunity there, Tyler. Unfortunately, I grew up in a construct kind of within the homeschool community where like every homeschool mom wore a giant cross and they were all the biggest jerks in the world. Like I just, I had this really negative experience. And so I loved your video today, Tyler talking about like, we are the example. Like I think, I think we're on the same wavelength here of like, are we actually going to become the Christ or are we just going to keep like saying the name? Like, like maybe like, let's actually just be what he was talking about rather than arguing about all this other stuff around it. And I think that that's, I don't know, kind of the essence I got from your message earlier. Um, So I hope that makes sense. But yeah, you guys go check out Tyler's channel. Um, Let's see. uh, James says, yeah, absolutely. Um, In all honesty, you're trying to understand something that is literally unfathomable to you. Yeah, I think we all are. I mean, is that not why uh we go into things like the hippie movement is that not why we go into a church i mean look we're all looking for the same thing and ultimately that is love we're looking for love and acceptance we're looking to figure out who we are why we're trapped in hell and how do we get out of here and unfortunately people take the shortcut and they've got to reincarnate and go through it all again and i don't want to have to be born of the flesh again i would rather be born of the spirit so amanda what's up my friend um, Amanda said on my necklace is, uh, Hamsa hand cross and white quartz. That's awesome. Nice. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and so I'm like, I love all the symbolism. I love the, uh, the Hindu symbol of Om. I love, uh, the, the cross. I love like all these things. And I think that they should be esoteric symbols for reminders. And again, I just grew up in a culture where, um, like, everyone's a christian and everyone's a hypocrite like you know that's how i grew up like the pastors um you know will break your heart the uh, friends that are christians will stab you in the back or wrong you like i mean it and i'm not saying anything against christians here i'm just saying like that's why do we have this construct where christianity has become the thing that it feared and ultimately i think it's because of the dualism it's because christianity has not admitted yet that the God of this world, which is presented through the Old Testament and other ancient scriptures, is not the father that Jesus speaks of. And when we can step into that higher understanding and more of a metaphysical level and realize that in no way was Jesus corroborating this Yahweh, yaldabaoth the, the Demiurge, Enlil, whatever you want to call him. It's the same character in all the stories, by the way. Go read the Sumerian mythologies, go read the um, the Enuma Elish, and look at Enlil, and tell me that is not directly OT God right there, um, and then read about Nk and realize that like he's like the light bearer, he's that Christ character. This is literally the same story, an esoteric story of your flesh, your ego, versus your light and your spirit, and... Can you tell me right now that you haven't struggled with those two truths within you? Because one is true in the 3D and the other is true in the spirit. And only one can prevail ultimately. And that's why I always talk about the authentic reality. Because this one's true for people that agree it's true. I mean, it's true for them. They're going to live by the law of that code of flesh and ego, the OT law, all of those things, try to be a good person, all of the stuff always finding that they're failing at it. And then they might see the idol of Jesus and go, he's the perfect man. That's where I can find salvation in because I need another man to be perfect for me in my place, rather than realizing that it's the Christ within that's perfect and that it's already within you. Ever since the beginning, it is the word, the logos, the divine computation, the sonship, the daughtership of the divine within the self That is the higher truth. That is the love that transcends the ego. So I hope that makes sense today. Kathy says, love is the answer. Link says, Hey, Hey, great to see you. I hope, uh, all is well with you in sunshine. Yes, it is. Thank you, my friend. Um, let's see. Interesting with Scott says time to stop the nonsense. Okay. You first. Absolutely. Scott. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we've all got to stop the nonsense, right? Kathy says, how do we love? Um, Ultimately, like I'm going to be really, really authentic with you. You can't love others if you can't love yourself. Like if you can't forgive yourself, if you can't step out of your ego, if you can't reinvent yourself and really authentically begin to be who you are. And that's what I'm still on a quest. I'm still trying to be, uh, you know, trying to be authentic. And it happens more when I flow into it. And As I received my concussion in the worst way um, this weekend, right before I saw this movie, it was just a stark reminder that like when I rush, when I am being OCD and I'm just like so worried about the 3D whatever, that I end up getting smashed in the face by it. Right, like um, I don't know if you guys can even see, I've got a big old mark across my head now, and it just it's been throbbing and hurting, and you can see how bald I'm going now too, but. Um, so it's just a good reminder of like, slow down, like slow down and hear it, be it, become it. You don't have to try. You don't have to pretend just be. And I think that's ultimately the message guys. So Kathy says, I love the person that is you. Thank you, Kathy. Amen. Um, that, that's, that's well said, Kathy, um, that you have to love the person that is you. Um, And guys, I think that ultimately, like, we have a lot of love yourself culture, and then the church calls that uh, heresy, and then, like, the New Age calls that selfish or whatever, like, but I think that, I think that Kathy nailed it, like, I never loved myself, and I could never love Christ, because I am Christ. How can I have a relationship with Jesus, with Christ? Well, because I was making him an idol, a flesh idol. I was worried about the literal of who he was, and why he came and died or whatever rather than the living of who he is like what does it matter if i never heard that story but i realized that i'm the son of god then that's the gnosis that saves right like um and by the way why do we need to be saved all we need to be saved out of is this hell that we're in right now because we are divine we are authentically the christ within us Yet most of us will go through our life living in the flesh, arguing with that fact, and every sin that we manifest, every problem that we have in our life, every test we go through will be desperately screaming at us, trying to remind us of who we really are. And only when we stop, look in the mirror, and go, I love you. I love you, God. That's when we can awaken, guys. I truly believe that we are the God that we seek. I believe there's a divine energy source that is intelligent, that is the inherent creator of all things. It loves us. It's in us. We are the sons and daughters of that thing. And I prefer to call it source. I prefer to call it father, mother, because I'm the child. I prefer it um, to be the supreme being. I love the depiction in the Bhagavad Gita of the supreme being. And for me, I think that that cosmic Christ, if you've ever looked at Alex Gray's painting of the cosmic Christ, for me, that's my Christ because that's the true being within me. Cosmic, psychedelic, awakened, on fire of the soul, not the flesh. I love you. Thank you, Stacy, for being here. Thank you, David Campos. Love you, my brother. Uh, Kathy, thank you for being here. Taco Disco, God is Frequency. Absolutely, my friend. Katrina, thank you for being here. Uh, thank you to all the haters in the comments today. Always good, good fun with being able to go back and forth. Um, you guys give me more content. So thank you. Truth That Travels, love you, my friend. Uh, Annie Logan, love you. Thank you for being here. Um, Scott, thanks for joining. Uh, hope that this message begins to resonate with you. Like, uh, anyone that hears this and they're just kind of like, what is this guy talking about? What is he on? Guys, I'm just on life here. I'm just on the frequency that I'm in. Uh, this is nothing nothing to do with anything else. Like, Don't mistake my message for um, I'm not trying to be a proponent of the hippie movement and I'm not trying to be a proponent of the church. I'm trying to be a proponent of the middle path, which says that I am one with God and I am in love with all. And ultimately, there is no needed construct around that. Why I can show up here and flow on these videos. So, love you guys, Kelly. Thank you, Gleep. Thanks for being here. Truth of travels, Annie. Thank you, Stacy. Thank you again. I love you guys. Thank you for the gifts. Happy Sunday, everyone. Go check out the movie. Do yourself a treat. Go enjoy it today. Uh, by the way, you can have an opinion about it. You can you can make up your own mind about it. You go look at all these reviews. Other people are doing it. I mean, come on. Some of these are so far out of left field about the guy playing one of the main characters and like this agenda, the woke agenda or whatever. And then, then you got other people on the other side that are like, you know, Oh, this is the best thing for revival for the church. It's been an amazing, you know, it's all polarity guys. It's all dualism. And so again, unity, 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 God is one. God is love. Um, light is one. We are one. Uh, there is no such thing as evil. There is only good. There is only passion and there's only, excuse me, there's good, there's passion as I lose my throat chakra right now. Um, And then there is the, uh, I have no idea why my voice just quit, guys. Wow. You know, you talk about attacks. I mean, there are spiritual, energetic attacks all the time. And uh, boy, right there. I know, Montana, whoa. Like, I don't know what just happened. So yeah, so it's out of good. Like if we're operating out of good, the highest good within self, that's that's that unity, guys. It doesn't mean I'm good. It just means that the truth about what is actually within me, the energetic being, is good. It's connected to the good. And when we operate out of that mode of good, that's when that love is attained. That's when love is manifest and spreads like wildfire on this planet. And everything else is out of passion. Passion is ultimately dualistic. It serves the ego And I know a lot of artists, and I'm one of them too, like we do things because oh, I'm passionate about doing this. But ultimately that passion feeds the ego. And then there's ignorance. And ignorance is the most dualistic thing because it says that what I don't know is not true. Think about that. What I don't know or what I haven't experienced is not true. That is ignorance. And so I encourage just a bigger palette to paint with, a bigger view, a bigger puzzle to put together. And ultimately, guys, ask better questions. I love you so much. God bless you. Go check out my website, www.cubcooker.com. dot com. You can join our private mythos group and uh, have awesome conversations with us every Saturday. We had a two-hour call yesterday. Um, awesome, awesome live calls. You get to talk with me one-on-one with the, with the community. It's just an incredible thing. It's only nine bucks a month, guys. I mean, it helps what we're doing here. It's a an incredible patron membership. Um, And then if you love, love, love what I'm doing and you're like, this guy, I want him to hold my hand and train me and take me down the rabbit hole and help me deconstruct, help me step into my power, help me start practicing spirituality in a way that actually changes my life. Go check out Charisma Light Warrior Academy. You get a free Mythos membership so you can still join the calls every Saturday. And you're just gonna be able to be a thought leader within that as you continue to learn and grow. And ultimately, what I teach is you developing your own system. I'm not here to teach you my proprietary system, but my proprietary system teaches you how to te- how to make your proprietary system, whether you use it on yourself or others. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful course. Highly, highly recommended by everyone that's in it. Go check those out today. Thank you for your help today. Um, and I say help because you guys help me every time. The feedback, all the awesome comments. Thank you, guys um thank you melissa again thank you Rui, for being here appreciate you guys i'm gonna go take a cough drop here and try to clear my throat um let's see um taco disco says he's saying the truth we all are god nothing more it's simple amen absolutely it's simple and also ultimately way more complex than our little frail human brains can even take in we can't even see like the spectrums of light that are even available. We see like 1% or something. It's ridiculous how blinded we are to the truth about reality. So open up your mind. It'll open up your heart, guys. I love you guys. Peace. Have a beautiful day. God bless you all.